Hello again. Episode 11 of the Football Shirt Pod is here and we're very glad to have you back. Um, Today's episode is a bit different. We spoke to Jenny Simmons, founder of Man On Magazine and a long-time friend of Colt Kits about where the idea for her project came from. We then asked her to pick the five football shirts that meant most to her and to tell us why. Think Desert Island Discs but with kits and much, much more interesting. Let's find out what she had to say. football on my street and I think really the, the, the tournament that um, sort of solidified my love for football was definitely France 98. Um, I just became really obsessed from that moment and, and, and yeah, I've sort of been hooked ever since. Yeah, so how old were you at France 98? Why are you trying to, why are you sorry, trying to draw sorry. me out? Why are, you trying, why are you trying to do that? It's fine, I'm joking. I'm, I'm very proud of my age. Um, yeah. I would have been about 10, like 9 or 10 um, yeah, during France 98. And it was a great a great tournament as well. Actually, I heard, listening to another podcast you did recently where they asked you about the other teams in the England group as well and you did very well actually I did very well I was and shocked I was shocked be, yeah and I'd, I'd completely forgotten about yeah and wrote, oh, was it uh, Columbia the third Col- team Columbia, was, yeah. Columbia was the, the kind of the, the, yeah, the difficult one wasn't that it was the careful yeah absolutely yeah, Look, before, well. before we start because um, I haven't been getting much sleep lately because I've been watching way too much CNN Wolf, Wolf Blitzer what a legend um, <laughs> and I know you lived in the US previously we should talk really really briefly about the election and what you've made of it yeah I did live in the US I lived in uh, one of the swing states in in Florida when I was um yeah university so I, I was there from uh, 2005 to 2009 2008 2009 yeah. um and uh yeah I like you have been up uh, many 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 hours in the past few days um sort of frantic hitting refresh on every uh, every every search um you know double tapping every meme um and uh, yeah i'm just uh, you know as it stands we still don't know the result uh, as we as we speak and i'm mm. just still very hopeful um at this point for um a, a biden victory so w- yeah. let's let's see what happens um yeah and it's um well we all are but half of the us are not so i think that's what's uh, maybe the sort of slightly yeah. worrying and concerning thing for, for for many people and especially people across the pond sort of watching this um yeah. uh, sort of all unfold and un- unravel before our eyes so um yeah fingers crossed but i think there's yeah maybe broader issues of course that are um uh, to, to, to be addressed um in 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 that country and in in every country as we know but uh yeah. it's uh it's really been a, a nail biter and it's been very 2020 is all i would say <laughs> absolutely yeah, yeah. Um, um, so talk to us a bit about Manon, um, which is a project you launched back in, was it 2015? Yeah, 2015. And it'll be around the time that we maybe first met, to yeah. be honest. And and yeah, and, and yeah it, it's really um, started out as a passion project and, and, and actually started off as a football website just as a way to um, kind of share footballing stories and whether that was of, um, sort of people I knew or places I'd seen. Um, and so, yeah, started as a website. And then I, uh, I, I guess I, I sort of, thought about the the world cup in canada in 2015 i thought oh you know it would be cool be a, 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 i'd say like a well-considered uh, sort of women's football magazine and, yeah. and, and sort of one that kind of didn't have to sort of scream in your face that like this is for women and girls and you know you know yeah. th- through its design principles as well so um and, and i knew a lot of people in and around football due to sort of, sort of my history and my background with the sport so um i thought it'd be a nice way to sort of collect and share those stories um and, and kind of ever since i've basically done one um uh, they all seem as like one-offs but i just keep doing them basically yeah. um, for every tournament so i did one for uh, euro 2017 which was in the netherlands which i'd sort of had subsequently moved to the netherlands at that point so that was a really really nice uh, sort of way to collect 
like stories in my uh, at that time sort of semi new home mm-hmm. um, and then sort of France 2019 um, sort of last year was a you know a, an amazing moment for women's football I think you know for, for many of us and you know yeah. so many people um, I think sort of started to respect it on a new level which is sort of fantastic and, and, and it really got the platform it deserved and, and, and sort of continues to deserve as well so um, uh, I was seeing this year as 2020 as my rest year given that uh, Euro 2021 was obviously supposed to take place um, in, in, in England and um, uh, but I think sort of the backdrop of 2020 and everything that's been happening I really felt um, uh, much more impacted and infect- affected by everything that happened with BLM um, than, yeah. than I thought and than I anticipated that I would so uh, I think that sort of jarred with me and, and, and really sort of had me uh, sort of debating things about myself and my own existence and, and, and my experiences that I'd had and, and I thought um, it might be a really nice thing to do is, is you know connect with um, black women who also love and enjoy football and, and how do I share those stories and, and, and try to have something positive come out of this year so um, I'm aiming to get the issue done by, um, by uh, the end of this year so by by December it should be out and ready to go um but it's it's been a really nice process actually and, and sort of a savior in in the year of 2020 um in many ways so so that's yeah. that's where I currently am that's great and so for anyone who hasn't seen Manon previously how how, how, how would you describe it what's its what are its kind of characteristics uh, that's, that's it's a good question maybe one that I've not been asked too much before actually <laughs> and, and and one of the things that I realized in in going through the process is um I realized that every issue I, I almost like I refuse to have a cover star it's mm. almost like that's not something that that we do that I do um and, and so it's 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 quite simple and it's um in its sort of design ethos, I would say, and um, and, and there are sort of a number of features that are just sort of consistent throughout. So I'll often try to I'll write um, haiku poetry for each of them. I will uh, shoot empty football fields uh, uh, in a sort of specific location, whether that's you know uh, uh, in and around a stadium that the tournament's taking place in, or in and around an area that um, is specific to to that issue. Um, and then really uh, try to focus, if I can, on like a team uh, that I found or, or a team uh, that, that, that I sort of like or, or have, you know, sort of discovered in, in that process. Um, but yeah, I, I think I would say sort of simplicity is key, uh, like within that and, and, and maybe very much so for this next issue, because I've challenged myself with the, the task of also designing it myself. So, so this is, uh, wow. yeah, and definitely. You take, and the, a, lot, a lot of the photographs are yours as well, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I was speaking to a friend about this the other day and I was like, you know, I, I try to keep a lot of it also within my control somewhat because I also realize you know as I say it's a passion project and it's you know you're asking a lot of other people often to say hey would you mind shooting this would you mind speaking to that person so um, I try to have like a core of a magazine um, that I can uh, control within myself and then anybody that wants to contribute that's also uh, fantastic and that's like in addition to so I I like to try and keep it um, to the point where I know I can deliver something even if it's not to the scale that I would um, you know absolutely sort of desire and wish Um, I I think just um, I've said before as well just like actually like putting something out there is a really important thing to sort of try to do and, and whether it's perfect and, and, and polished in a way that you would love it, it's not always about that and, and for me it's very much the process and meeting new people and connecting with people and having people tell me uh, sort of stories that I'd never heard before and, and, and me being able to reinterpret those is just um, yeah just what I love about it as well yeah that's great and there's there's um, a kind of quite a, 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 a groundswell of um, really uh really creative and interesting um kind of magazines and literature and um and other online platforms as well about women's football not not necessarily about women's football but that, but that is being driven by women 
at the yeah. moment um i'm thinking um this fangirl um season zine and, and many others as well and it's yeah i mean obviously very long overdue but also really exciting as well yeah very much so and, and i think i I, I do think women's football is, is also this like really beautiful like hippie space where everyone is friends, everyone's connected, and there is no uh, you know there there is almost there is no rivalry. It's just all sort of everybody's doing that for the love of the game and for love of um, sort of women in sport and, and feeling empowered in those in those uh, sort of times. And, and and yeah, for sure, like Amy at this fan girl, like again, like a, a fantastic person and, and 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 somebody I would consider a friend. And you know, the same with Felicia as well. You know, we connected. Um, actually, with both of those guys for um, issue uh, issue two, uh, and then and so as, and, and we've just continued to have those discussions and, and sort of uh, you know keep the momentum going. And I think that's really a, a thing about this is like it's not a phase. It's not you know it, it should never be considered as like oh oh this is um you know this is a cool thing to be talking about now and and, and yeah. it, it needs to continue. So you know these platforms are, are fantastic and elevating sort of women's stories but um but yeah they should just be sort of part of the foundation that sort of continues to hopefully see more and more of things like this of this nature as well yeah 100 percent um let's talk about football shirts because um we let's. kind of <laughs> we challenged you to to pick five football shirts that were that meant something to you um whether that's you know perhaps being part of your upbringing or something or just a football shirt that you just really love the aesthetic of um yeah. and so obviously this doesn't work brilliantly as a podcast which is a slight issue with this format <laughs> however um anybody listening can go to colkits.com forward slash blog and there will be uh all of the shirts that you've selected on there so people can see them if they're not familiar with them so let's kick I'll off my, i'll do my best to describe them in as much in yeah as you much must no, no pressure no pressure okay so no, shirt number one what have you gone for yeah, shirt number one is literally shirt number one for me, actually, which is um, my first ever Liverpool kit. So I'm a Liverpool fan, but many people would call me a fake fan because I kind of jump on the bandwagon when we win the Champions League and all of this sort of <laughs> stuff. And, and the reality is it's because uh, I, I kind of took a step back when I was like in maybe like my mid-teens because I used to get so angry and so upset when we lost that I realised this wasn't healthy. So yeah. I, I also feel like I had to sort of take a step back a little bit from Liverpool. But yeah. but that is my club and I've supported them since I was, yeah, maybe like eight or nine. And, and, and the first jersey that I, I sort of mentioned, the first shirt was um, the uh, 1992 centenary uh, yeah. Um, away jersey is the one that I got and uh, I actually think I got it in 1993 and, and my mum was a bit angry at my dad being like that's the old shirt like she can't have the old shirt this is not what you're <laughs> but I was I was super happy with it and I, yeah. I still have it at home but it's got that um, it's the Carlsberg sponsor as well and um, yeah. uh, what's quite weird to me is like I could because I used to really enjoy drawing as well when I was younger and I could mm. perfectly draw like the Carlsberg logo and I look back <laughs> at that and think like is that okay or is that not okay <laughs> yeah. I mean it's okay I guess but, um, yeah. but it just makes makes me laugh uh, yeah i can imagine a kind of a 10 year old jenny at school doodling on a on yeah. a kind of note notepad with the carlsberg logo it might yes. ask, arouse a few suspicions but yeah that's it that's a great shirt and actually it was the first year of the Carlsberg. so i've done some research here i should admit this i don't know all of this off the top of my head because <laughs> i uh, yeah you, you very kindly sent me through your su suggestions and that was the first season of the carlsberg logo as well it was it's that, that really unusual color which has sort of influenced the current shirts hasn't it yeah um, and the badge was really different as well. Yes, yeah, um, yeah, the, yeah. The, the the typography on the badge is also like, yeah, like very different from yeah. what you'd sort of see today. Yeah, yeah. It looked like um, the Sky showing the other day the uh, the first ever Super Sunday 
match in 92, which was Forest-Liverpool. And I happened to be watching it about 11 o'clock the other night. I don't know why. Uh, and Liverpool, why not? Well, exactly, yeah. And <laughs> it was the whole game, literally the whole game. And Liverpool wore that shirt. And, you know, when you watch it now, it looks like quite sort of futuristic. Yeah. For yeah, that era. Uh, uh, yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. But it was weird. I think it was maybe even like kind of a carryover style from the candy jersey the, the, right. the year before. But yeah. even just like with the logo and the way that the colour is pop, it's different. It's different. And you're right. It does feel a bit back to the future-esque. It's kind of almost metallic, the, the way that yeah. it looks like a metallic green yeah. teal kind of. Yeah, quite a step change. And also that, that, that kind of template sort of went on to influence the World Cup this is the World Cup you won't remember because you were too young but in 94 there were a lot of those style of shirts as well yeah. um, that were the kind of influenced by that that sort of template so it's a, it's a great choice it's a really nice choice it's a really different shirt um, we'll come on to the influence that it's got on the current kits in a minute because I know that's another <laughs> shirt you've selected so um, number yeah. two this is a this is a weird choice I mean it's, it's a not a weird card. choice it's not a weird choice it's a great choice but for a Liverpool fan it's a weird choice yeah, um, and, and, and all will be explained, all will be revealed in that my uh, second uh, <laughs> kit choice is um, the Man City away. It's the purple uh, purple jersey uh, shirt with the brother yeah. sponsor from um, 92 to 94. Yes. And, um, and, and yeah, like, yeah, quite a wild choice, quite a, uh, <laughs> quite a road decision from me but um it sort of stems from again a moment with my family when in, in that sort of era when I was so obsessed with football and and I was like the only one in my family that really cared so I supported Liverpool because like a, a bunch of my friends who I started playing football with supported Liverpool and I'm from the northwest so it's kind of like you either chose Liverpool Blackburn or United so like that's that's where it came from yeah and then my brother therefore chose Blackburn um just because like honestly he, he he does not care like he he doesn't care but he was like I guess I have to choose something because people are going to me this so he just said <laughs> yeah like they'll do uh yeah. my dad is west ham and my mum is man city um so yeah the four of us in the household like um it sounds like it could be chaos but actually because nobody else cared like it didn't really ever you know so you know stir up anything which is yeah. fine um but but again like my mum uh, sort of uh, sent my dad out with uh, me and my brother and said oh you know they you know they want the new kits for the season so obviously i'm obsessed with liverpool we go out i get the new liverpool kit and my dad sees the new Blackburn kit, which is probably like £30. Yeah. Looks at my brother and is like, you're not that bothered though, are you, Matt? Sort of thing. You don't really care, do you? And my brother was like, yeah, not really. And then he sees this Man City, <laughs> Man City uh, purple shirt. And he's like, this is quite nice. It's £10. This is quite nice, Matt. What do you think? And my brother's like, yeah, like, I guess like that, that seems pretty good. Yeah. Um, and so we go home. I've got the new Liverpool jersey. My brother's got the new Man City shirt. And... And yeah. my mum's like, what's going on? <laughs> and my dad's like, no, you like this more, trust me. And my mum's looking at my brother like, what's happening? My brother's like, I, honestly, I don't care, but my mum's like losing her mind at my dad. And it just, <laughs> it just, it just makes me laugh. And actually, I think you guys uh, used to post that kit quite, you know, every so often mm. you'd almost like do a throwback to it. And I will always, without fail, tag my mum and brother on Instagram. Like when, whenever <laughs> you guys post it, it's become this like in-joke many moons later that we sort of still talk about. My dad's not on Instagram. That's, that's why I don't tag him. Not like I'm leaving him out of the conversation. Just, <laughs> Just, just yeah. a reference, um, but but yeah. So it's, that kit always just brings back like just kind of like a hilarious memory for me, and and, and sort of yeah, yeah it makes make, makes me smile. And it's it's a really nice kit as well. Kit. Yeah, it's such a great kit. The, interestingly, so um, Jen, when you sent me over your choices, you sent me links to uh, these particular shirts and the link you sent me for the Man City shirt yeah. it was actually to a, a thing that we wrote for uh, Copper 90 oh it was you guys yeah okay. it was, we, we wrote it so, so, so Davey uh, one of the, uh, the the founders of Colt Kits um, 
uh, did the shoot with Liam Gallagher and Copper, and he and he for some again, again bizarrely has quite a few Man City shirts, um, just because he quite he's not a Man City fan, but he quite yeah. likes them. He loves that that shirt as well. So we we he took some of his own personal collection, some from Cold Kits as well, and um, he uh, yeah he went and took them to to, the, to this photo shoot with Liam Gallagher. So that was uh, so yeah great. that was quite funny. But I've, I've, cons- I've considered photoshopping my dad or my brother's face onto Liam Gallagher's <laughs> when, I, when I saw that image. So yeah, yeah, yeah. brilliant. It's a it's a fantastic shirt and. Um, that era as well um for particularly for umbro they produced some brilliant shirts at that time and that was and again really quite different styles as well with the collar was quite different wasn't it, it was quite kind yeah. of uh, fabricy and um real kind of break from the past so it's a it's a great shirt an interesting color as well which was pretty unusual you don't see too many purple shirts yeah exactly and i think anything that was sort of a bit jarring or a bit different really got attention you know really got yeah. that attention so yeah definitely i would i think irrespective of my brother getting that i think i would have remembered that kit as well yeah absolutely okay shirt choice number three what have you come for number three is uh i think yeah maybe my first and only international jersey actually and it's um it's from uh it's jamaica's home jersey from the 1998 world cup so as i say that was the moment that i fell in love with the game and um, it was of course supporting England furiously in that tournament but Jamaica um, were also in there and my dad's from Jamaica so really really enjoyed watching the uh, you know watching the games and the, and the reggae boys try you know trying trying their best in in, in the tournament and um, I just like I, it, it's, it's an amazing jersey and I feel like I honestly spent my whole youth and some of my adulthood searching for this kit because yeah. at the time like you know I was living in Lancaster uh, like you know, I guess online shopping's not a thing. Like, how to get that stuff out? You know, we would sometimes go to Preston or Manchester shopping and it's like, I would just be scouring these shops. But, like, of course they (laughs) didn't have this jersey and I don't know why I thought they would. Um, So it's kind of like the one that's always escaped me um, a little bit. And it's kind of like that, yeah, that that golden carrot of of always wanting to have that that jersey. So... um, it's such got, a great shirt. It's, a, it's yeah, and I don't know what else to say. I've got I've got a pair of socks that are inspired, uh, you know, by yeah. the um, yeah. by by the jersey, which which is like you know the closest I've got to it, which is which which is kind of a, kind of enough for me. But um, but just yeah, seeing so you, still, you still you still haven't got it. Yeah, no, I still haven't got it, and oh, I sort of part no. of part of me is a bit like I should never get, it. I should never attain it. Yeah. It's almost like the, the myth of it is 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 almost you know yeah, the, the best yeah. bit about it as well, somewhat. But um, but yeah, I really love it. I remember, I think Robbie Earl maybe scored a header uh, yeah. in 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 that tournament, and I just remember all of us just jumping up and just being you know so excited for Jamaica in that yeah. moment. And was it and, J- yeah. Jamaica's first World Cup? I think it might have been. Yeah, I think yeah. it was. I think it was. You're rem- testing me on my knowledge. Now. <laughs> I remember the away shirt as well. Was yeah, was it like it's just a green version of it. Yeah, exactly. Also, like, uh, also amazing. Yeah, and really nice. I can't. I can't think of Jamaica shirts pre that, but it was. It was one of the the ones that kind of kicked off their really really creative, yeah. bold kind of large graphics um, yeah. that that made them kind of consistently have really cult cult kits really yes cult, yeah i've just dropped the name of the company there i did not mean to do that you knew what you were doing there and, and rightly so yeah and also it was a capper as well which um i guess at that time i'm trying to think of how many shirts were capper they were making a, yeah. a sort of resurgence yeah, at that time so weren't I remember they? them being tottenham and blackburn but a bit later yeah, on a bit later, I think, wasn't it? yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. It's, a, it's a great shirt that that tournament uh as we just discussed was the first that you can remember but there's some brilliant shirts in that in the World Cup as well in '98, weren't there? Some really—I mean, obviously Jamaica were just discussed, but there were some other fantastic sh- shirts. I was thinking the French shirt. Yeah, 
gorgeous. I think all French shirts, though, I always like, oh, sort of wish I was French whenever they drop the yeah, <laughs> national yeah, team jerseys. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that would be that would be amazing. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, no, so, like so many so many nice kits as as, as part of, of that tournament and and. I think every tournament, as you know, that there are standout ones, but that one maybe it's just because it's a bit more visceral for me in, in mm. terms of the way that I remember it. But it, it was, uh, it was fantastic, and yeah. the, the England away one from that tournament actually I have. It's the it was the red oh, one. Yeah, Do you remember yeah. like the okay. sort, of, sort of quite deep red, yeah. um, really, and it had like so, like some sort of graphic on it as well that was like uh, was I have a picture of myself yeah. like uh, proudly like uh, you know hands on hips standing like on a ball like thinking yeah. I'm like the best thing ever in yeah. the, in that kit as well yeah that kit just says this takes me back to the the columbia game yeah i think it was like a friday night i remember yeah. it was a friday night and beckham obviously scored the, scored the, the free, free kick, kick. And yeah it's a great show like, the celebration beckham celebration is maybe yeah. like the, the thing i remember most about that being sort of yeah. quite young and impressionable but what's he doing <laughs> what's what's that celebration yeah um, it was it was uh yeah a little bit graphic but anyway <laughs> it was worthy of the moment it was a great it was kick. yeah it was uh yeah so, um, almost gazaresque in uh in in 96 but not quite that level like not, not quite, quite that level. or robbie fowler on the on the yeah. touchline yeah. There's, there's been many celebrations that um go down in history for sure yeah definitely okay um all very very good choices so far so number number four number four Four is, um, and again, we're, we're going uh, outside of the Premier League and, and everything now. With, uh, it's, the, it's the Borussia Dortmund 95-96 jersey. Um, and, I, and I feel like you know why. You know why I've chosen this jersey. And if you, if, if you don't remember, this is a very sad moment in that. Um, I, I yeah, do, I do. You, 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 you gifted me this jersey, which was honestly such, such a nice thing and such a surprise because we'd been speaking about it um, one evening. And it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's one of the sort of, yeah, of course, older jerseys, but it's got the Nike Sports logo which is at that time it's actually been brought back but at the time it was like now it's like rare to, to have seen that and yeah. um, so it was like very very cool very iconic very bold obviously in, in its colors the classic Borussia Dortmund um sort of neon uh, yeah. yellow and, and the black and, um, and and yeah we were speaking about I was like oh my god I love it I was like I'm gonna yeah. buy it I'm gonna buy it and then uh, <laughs> you guys told me you said oh you, you I think you emailed me the next day said Jenny so sorry it's been sold I was like oh man I was about to buy it. you gassed me up like you got me so excited about it and then I was like oh that's a bit annoying but I was like okay uh, you know if I can live without my Jamaican 98 jersey yeah, I can live without yeah, this jersey yeah, yeah. and then the next time I saw you guys you, you know you, you gave it to me as a gift which was so so nice and um and yeah and I, I've sort of worn it since uh, and, and I don't think I've ever worn it without people commenting like there's no way I could I could walk down the street and, and or walk in the office anywhere where that's not getting a comment yeah. and so it's just uh yeah an iconic jersey and also just like such a, a lovely moment uh, a very sort of surprising moment for me as well so uh, <laughs> oh, well, yeah, that's, super, that's, super nice that's great and all of those um Nike Dortmund shirts were all I mean they're yeah. all amazing the away shirts there's some great black shirts away black away shirts and yeah. I think it's a white version with the kind of weird um graphic on the sleeve or the shoulders yes. um they're all amazing and the, and the, that fluorescent yellow I, I, you know N Nike need to get the Dortmund gig again don't they to bring, and bring, <laughs> just, bring back just that color doing, yeah that color so is just nice. so good and it was such a good team that season they Dortmund won the league I've obviously looked on Wikipedia I don't remember this but I um, <laughs> Dortmund won the league and they had, they had brilliant players I, I do remember obviously Matthias Sammer and um uh, I think Lars Lars Ricken possibly as well um but and the other thing about that shirt and and again the shirts from that era that Dortmund era was the sponsor yeah the sponsors just 
you know, certain sponsors just lend themselves to football shirts. Don't and they? certain ones don't. So, like, yeah, and that, that yeah. really, like, irks me because, of, of course, like, often, like, sponsorships, yeah. like, they go on for a long time. So if you're not into it, you're not into it. And it's like, yeah. and, that, and that is going to be displayed on your chest and whether you like it or not. So, Definitely. yeah, when, when you find it, the, the right sponsor and a good sponsor in terms of the way it looks, yeah. it's amazing. Particularly now with the, the, the kind of... Um, you know, the, the so many betting companies on football shirts as well, and they tend yeah. to look a bit a bit crap, quite honestly. Yeah. Uh, and then you get something, and, and to, I mean, God, I don't really know what Decontinental is to, to be honest, but I don't really care. Yeah, because it's a lovely <laughs> it logo. Good. So it looks who good. cares? Yeah, exactly. yeah, that's um, so true. Okay, so on to shirt five, a, a, a contemporary shirt, which is um, yeah. a big, a quite bold, bold move from it, on your part, but. Um, <laughs> explain yourself yeah wow okay i'm sorry that i went so contemporary i think like maybe that's just because so it's 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 actually the current uh, liverpool away jersey which as you said it kind of like uh, color wise it's it's kind of that teal that sort of hops back to some of the old jerseys and then also the liver bird of course in in, in the city mm. um and then just like from a personal point of view i think growing up like i just always loved nike and really wanted my club to be nike but we never were so then um and that was always like really tough like for me so i was like okay well you know I like this jersey but if only it was you know I, I just wanted to I wanted the swoosh also on my chest and so now it's like a dream come true for me to for Liverpool to be um one of the Nike clubs and and uh and, and yeah just like that 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 new partnership and especially on the back of us winning the Premier League and all of that sort of stuff it's just been like a really exciting time to be a Liverpool fan I think in, yeah. in that in that respect so um yeah apologies for the sort of current <laughs> the, the, the current status but um but I, I couldn't I couldn't not uh, because it's something that as a 10 year old I would have been dreaming of and so here I yeah. am now uh, and it's sort of being fulfilled so yeah there was so much um obviously the, the the Nike Liverpool deal had been trailed for such a long time so there was so much anticipation ahead of these shirts it was always going to be I guess slightly tough to kind of live up to expectation uh, but you know perhaps, perhaps the home shirt is you know is relatively conservative it's nice yeah. it's got some really nice touches again the, the teal yeah. reference but the away shirt is a really big kind of bold uh, much just, more expressive just, yeah exactly and I think I think you know f fans are sort of wanting that we're seeing that kind of more generally in terms of football shirt design now aren't we the, the kind of the bigger patterns and the the, the brighter colours and, and the sort of braver approach I guess and this is definitely that yeah exactly exactly no and I, I just yeah was was a fan from the first time I saw it so I, I kind of had to sneak that one in there for sure yeah that's fair enough. and is it right this is the one where no two shirts are the same is that right because of the way they've they cut the fabric the way, yeah I think that's yeah I think yeah I think that's yeah. true yeah. yeah 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 no it's a great choice it's a very good choice and obviously a, you know a good time to be a, a, a Liverpool supporter even though you're not from Liverpool but anyway that's, oh that's, wow that's, <laughs> wow that was a, a slide dig in there yeah, wow was a bit nasty, it hurt but I'm, I'm gonna continue <laughs> but that did hurt so um Jane before we finish you uh are a decent footballer right Decent was it? Maybe, maybe I should say was a decent footballer. I, I'm a passionate footballer. Is is maybe what I would say. Okay. Um, that's yeah. That's the best you'll get out of me. But you were a good player. But you were particularly when perhaps you were younger. You were. Yeah, I, I, I took it like very, I, I definitely like I took it way more seriously. I was really I sort of I think I've sort of lived my life a little bit following football or, or sort of you know wherever football has taken me. So. Uh, when I was 16, um, I moved um, away from home, so not from Liverpool, because as you as you say, I'm not from Liverpool. Uh, yeah. moved Have you ever from... been to Liverpool? <laughs> <laughs> I've been there, I've been there. Um, I moved from uh, from Lancaster to Durham to go to the National Women's Football Academy, so um, you know, that was an amazing experience there, two years um, uh, sort of uh, studying for my A-levels and then being coached 
um, by uh, Jill Coulthard, who was the the you know the, at the time the most capped England women's player wow. and just like an absolute uh, legend in, in in all respects. And, and, yeah. and so sort of yeah, she she was uh, sort of leading the charge there and sort of um, coaching some of like yeah the young talent in England and, and many of us then as a result of that went off to to the US to sort of study study for degrees and then also um you know sort of on soccer scholarships as well so mm. enjoyed playing there for uh for four years as well which was which was fantastic but uh, yeah in and around the northwest when i was younger so yeah at preston and at blackburn and, and, and things like that so it yeah. feels like many moons ago as i speak about it but i i really really enjoyed uh, kind of like yeah following my heart in football and, and, and it took me to yeah many different places so it's, yeah. it was it's been an amazing thing for me yeah are you, you, so you're based in holland now in amsterdam yeah. um do you are you still playing i am very very casually and I'm, yeah. I, I'm i'm i always say i'm like one of those players that i'm just try, i'm just trying to do the flicks and tricks and the skills and that like people so some girls here that I play that they're, they're, they're they're pretty serious and they're like jenny we need to win this game like, oh <laughs> are we really trying to win or are we not just trying to you know trying to get a highlight reel like what's what's happening so um so i do play um a little bit more for fun but i, I guess I, I just sort of started playing in a in a team and then um lockdown happened and rules yeah. kept changing so um, I played only a couple of times this year um, but hope that that can sort of return uh, once once uh, hopefully sort of normality or whatever normality uh, sort of can be restored um, but but yeah much more casually these days yeah yeah and, and what have you made of um, football post lockdown uh, or the return of football post lockdown and the I mean some unusual scores I think Aston Villa did quite well a couple yeah. of weeks ago um what, what, what have you made wow. of football wow. <laughs> what have you made of it and what what's it what's what's it been like in in amsterdam as well yeah um i i'm actually sort of i always say like uh, in terms of uh football i'm um I, I sort of alluded to being like a terrible fan and I, I don't watch it as much as i sort of i say like should and could but my my preference is to play yeah. then it's to watch in the stadium then it's to uh, yeah, yeah, then yeah. it's to watch on tv so it's almost like that's my third tier of like how yeah. i engage with football um so then um sort of haven't had sort of and due to my anger issues when i was younger <laughs> decided not to let football sort of rule my rule my life in in, yeah. in, in that respect in terms of watching so um i i think uh like it, its return is like it, it's kind of sad to see it like you know as it as it is and anything that i've consumed it's like oh like it's it's just you know the potential for football and you know mm. that how you know how the atmosphere can be such a big part of the game yeah. and all of that sort of stuff so to see it uh, without that is it, it, is kind of sad um but but uh it doesn't mean to say like for example i watched the um uh, Tottenham documentary that against all odds and I, I well I mean I was I was ready to become a Spurs fan I was honestly I'm just like, I was so into that so and I think that was interesting to see how how you know they de dealt with uh, COVID and, and and how you could sort of see that progression and things like that and and, and then I would say like um in Amsterdam it, it, it itself like I, I, as I say for me personally it means that I can't currently play and then I wasn't consuming a lot of football anyway in terms of the way that I would uh, sort of watch here yeah, I think I've been to maybe two Ajax games and one Netherlands game sort of since you know since I've lived here so so not yeah. too much yeah. um sort of impact for me personally but you can sort of tell it really affects people right like mm. it's 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 an amazing uh, I'd say like religion for many people and and then sort of without it I think you know people do feel really lost and and, and kind of rightly so because it does bring so much joy and uh, so much discussion and, and and all of that 
that sort of stuff. So yeah. I, I really hope that you know we can get back to a place where you know it is uh, sort of bringing that same level of joy and 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 sort of passion and gusto that you know football. Uh, you know, it's like live theatre. You know, you don't know how it's going to play out, and and to uh, in a year of unpredictability, mm. um, you know, to not have that like, the unpredictability of football. You know, in in, in sort of uh, you know it, 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 it's quite a tough one, I think, for people to deal with. Um, and you, you talked earlier about uh, the next issue of uh, Man On, which we can expect towards the end of this year. And you talked about the Black Lives Matter movement as well. What's what's your what's been your um, kind of interpretation of it and the way that football has embraced it um, and um, has has kind of uh, reacted? I think largely positively and what's yeah. what's been your what's been your kind of take on it all yeah um it's it's one of those things that's like oh this this isn't new so then it's weird that it's become like this issue because it's like this mm. has already always existed but it, it felt like because the world had stopped we couldn't ignore it any longer which yeah. then uh, sad as it is that's the reality and that's the situation we're in um but then uh yeah how we deal with it is is uh, a tough one because you know you, you almost what's right for one is not right for another. And there's almost like no correct way to, to, to deal with um, sort of certain things and certain issues. But I would say that um, you can see efforts on uh, clubs' parts, on players' parts, and all of this sort of good stuff. And, and I just really hope that the, the momentum continues and we really sort of do see change because I think the reality is we've had you know, let's kick racism out. And we've, you know, we've, we've had stuff uh, in place before and, and we've known about the issues. We've seen England players be sort of chanted at and all, you know, all of this sort of stuff. So, I say England, but every, you know, all, all, all you know, many players mm. being chanted at. And it's just almost like people are being forced into having to do something, which is great, but it's almost like these issues already existed. And, and because yeah. your hand wasn't forced, you weren't acting on it in, in, in such a way. And, and, you know, I think it's been really good that players have been speaking up and, and, and sort of really trying to take a stand and um, even sharing the sort of levels of abuse that they get, you know, mm. like personally, you know, in their DMs or, or whatever yeah. else or comments on the You know, it, it, it's crazy, but it's, it's, it's existing and it has existed and it's almost like what is a solution to really, really stop this? And, and it's, um, you know, there is no, <laughs> there is no sort of, uh, as I say, right approach as it were, but I think um, you can see the effort on, on, on many parts and, and I just really, really want for that to uh, keep up and, and, and the sort of progression to keep happening. And we, and we can't expect change overnight. I think that's also like it, the temptation is that uh, it feels like, okay, we're talking about this issue now and so it should be done by, mm. and it's like, actually, when you look at racism and, and you know, the history of that, it's 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 really, it's, it's, it's so deep-rooted, so much of this stuff and it will take time to, to untangle, but yeah. as long as we're all willing to untangle it and, and really sort of push ourselves to a place, uh, we will sort of progress and, and, and that's kind of what I'm really hopeful for. A big thank you to the very excellent Jenny Simmons. You can find her on Instagram where she posts under the name Jenny Simeone. Make sure you follow her and check out the next issue of Manon when it drops. That's all from us. We'll be back soon with episode 12 of the Football Shirt Pod. But in the meantime, if you want to ask us questions, suggest a podcast topic or send us photographs of Diego Maradona during his ill-fated spell at Sevilla, email mail at coltkits.com and we'll give you a shout out next time. Until then, Arrivederci. 